0: Hello and welcome to World Shop, the podcast where we build worlds based off the role of 20-sided die. I'm Jordan. And
1: I am
0: Cody. Lovely. So, so, Cody, welcome back. Um, Last week, you missed us talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventures for two hours straight.
1: <laughs> so,
0: prepare to hear that. It, it was very fun. Um, Had guests um, Ryan, Alex, and Carleen from Instant 3 play on, and it was super sweet. So. i mean
1: it feels like you're cheating yeah, on me bit. but i guess i'll get I mean, over it it was
0: you don't watch jojo's and refuse to watch jojo's so i had to find someone else i could talk to about jojo's
1: <laughs> no that that's fine i'm actually really glad you did because i know you've been wanting to talk about JoJo's <laughs> hey, like every
0: week you're just and, like oh, i can't do this anymore
1: <laughs> well i just like listen to you talk about it and i'm like i'm glad
0: you like it oh <laughs> yeah, dude, nah, nah. I'm, I'm glad but i don't care Glad i got to do that episode with them um so what have you been up to Cody? I started listening to
1: a really good book called Sleeping Giants. Isn't got a band? So f- mm, I think you're thinking about there will be giants Hold or there on. might be giants or there could be giants or you're something about giants. You're just every
0: single band named giants right now.
1: Giant giant giants. No, Sleeping Giants is it's kind of a Sleeping sci-fi giant fantasy. Is a band.
0: It's not an S, a nest, but it's Sleeping Giant. It's an American Christian Sleeping- metal band. From Redlands, California, and Salt Lake City, Utah.
1: I'm gonna not say anything about Christian metal bands, because I'll end up sounding... Because that's how we
0: started, I think, two episodes ago, and I was just already angry to start.
1: (laughs) So, um... (laughs) Sleeping Giants, it's great. It's told through, like, audio logs and interviews. If you read the audiobook, or listen to the audiobook, whatever... It is done by like a full cast, they're all really good, and the voice acting's great, which helps, so highly recommend that. I'm loving it. I'm all into it. Jordan, how about you? How um are you well doing?
0: okay, so is this Okay, what what should I do first? Because I am like you've given me a bunch of recommendations on books, and I'm all over the place because I never have time to do books. So, what should I do first? Should I do reincarnation blues? that what it was called okay or uh, okay should i finish um the book about the witch which i can't remember the name of have you not finished Uh, up no i didn't finish up i got about halfway through and i like and i because i don't ever have time to read books man don't read them listen to audiobooks i didn't like her voice
1: (laughs) how can you not like her voice she's just not british oh my god! i'm fine with
0: not british i just didn't like her voice whatever and then reincarnation like blues, uprooted, or the book that you are, sleepy giant. Which, what should I do? Eh, depends.
1: Um, I think that the most straightforward fantasy book is uprooted, which is great. I think if you want a weird book that's like a little, you know, no one. There's not really a lot of sword fights and punching in it. It's more of like a well. So far, book, there's much say. sword
0: fighting or punching in um uprooted. Like she. She beat the me? crap out of a dude with like a frying pan or whatever, but that's fine.
1: There's a lot of there's a lot of going on adventures and fighting monsters and uprooted. Um if you want a book that yeah is a little bit more I, I don't, don't want to say challenging and sound like persnickety I mean, or always it or whatever, but
0: it, it's
1: a little bit less um of a fun book, you know, it's like less popcorny. let's say um reincarnation blues and uh i don't know i i would i would finish uprooted before i went on to sleeping okay i'll
0: finish up i will i promise i will finish uprooted i have the book i literally have the book it's been sitting on my shelf and because of my terrible like voice i almost said the wrong word when i said sitting (laughs) it's like oh not doing that on the shelf huh but uh oh okay
1: hang on jordan i have to tell you about something this week on Dark Watch, or on Dark Souls Watch, the thing where we talk about Dark Souls for way too long. One of my other friends, mm. you, you yeah, know, Zach. Zach. I,
0: I've seen the little thing pop up when I'm on my computer. It's like, Zach's been playing Dark he, Souls.
1: I, I don't think he's loving it. He got cursed twice by frog monsters. And I'm like, don't go near those. That's you, you Don't go near them, guys.
0: Cursed is the same thing as terror, right? Where you just pretty much die pretty quick. Like, once the meter goes all the way up, you die
1: uh no cursed well i think you might die the first time but when you're cursed your health is permanently reduced and your like stamina is Wait, permanently, permanently reduced and you do less damage. yeah until you get it until oh, you get yeah it cured. it's that thing that
0: halves you isn't it yeah, yeah oh yeah you have to yeah no i okay so i'm just thinking of terror honestly because there was another one terror which like increases the like as the meter goes up then you, you freaking just die
1: um i don't know if that was in dark souls oh, okay it
0: might just be a three and on or two because i never played two so i can't really say a two thing
1: i don't think it was in two at least not in the place I, of it that i played bro, but i don't want to play
0: two i don't ever want to play two i'm
1: i'm almost done with one i only have um i just have to, i beat uh what's the ornstein <sighs> ornstein and yeah, smile buddy finish that fight. man i'm so sad i so, can't watch
0: these fights
1: I mean the Ornstein and Smo one. I'm gonna say this. I did a pretty good job on that one, if I do say so myself. I was burning humanity at the end to keep
0: myself alive, but <laughs> I did okay. So I, you, you um, go for the small guy for which Smo is the small one, right?
1: No. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You kill. No, Ornstein is the small one. Smo is the I always of Smough, flip Ornstein, it, but yeah, right, okay, so, so yeah.
0: See. So you go. You do the small one first, and then do.
1: I, I kill the I kill the fast spear yeah. guy first, then fight Smo. Smough. Smo's slow-moving, so yeah, it's easy. It's just, can, you just have to keep
0: him in. away from you and the small guy, and then just be quick about it.
1: It's just a patience fight, more than anything else. You just gotta be willing to, like, just keep taking hits and keeping See? your shield up and just taking I hits. I told you, that's how I
0: fight every boss, is just hash it out. It's like, they'll hit me a bunch, I'll hit them a bunch, of old, and we'll... <laughs> And we'll just see who wins at the end of the day. It's usually them. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm working my way down Making to Brave uh, Lord dude. Nito right now.
0: Okay. Um so. No that's that's good. I'm glad I'm glad Dark Souls watches the thing. It's gonna take over um Jojo's talk because the-
1: I, I feel bad though for Zack getting cursed twice on his way down to the gaping dragon. Oh, God.
0: Just the name <laughs> just, like, just makes me shiver, dude. I hate that thing dude i hate oh i love that's one of my it's favorite so, bosses dude i don't know what about it but it's just so like a visceral reaction of just like get away from me i don't want to see you. you're you so nasty it's gross. It's disgusting it's a gross dragon it's just this like ripped up pound of like mound of flesh and teeth and i just can't look at it
1: yeah no nah, i get you i'm really loving the balder side Sword. yeah dude i, it's like I my told you what my strategy
0: game. was but yeah Baldur's side sword sounds good
1: you use long long sword and you? shield
0: all the way through
1: my plan for um dark souls 2 is i want to use a bastard sword just because i like Jon snow so I'm...
0: please don't say that's the reason that's why
1: That's why like i always kind of base my characters on characters from fiction wait like, on loosely. dark
0: souls or just in general because i do that at, oh, i Darks, do that in general in i didn't really do that in dark souls i just made me but then i'm always wearing armor so it doesn't matter
1: no, I mean they're always kind of like named after another character from fiction, and then like their style, I kind of try to do like based on something else, you know. So I had a character named Kaladin, and I used a spear because Kaladin was a spearman. Yeah,
0: man, I, I I generally just make myself unless depending depending on the game because there's there's depending on the game. I also do female characters every now and then because like it doesn't really matter. <laughs>
1: Most of the Dark Souls ones that I've done have oh. been female. My Bloodborne the, the ga- chick the character is female, I beat the ga- and
0: I love her. She's awesome. <laughs> Bloodborne. Who? My Chicken Bloodborne. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Mess.
1: The uh, character I beat Dark Souls with I named Furiosa yeah, yeah, because buddy. I just watched. Yeah, buddy. <laughs>
0: um,
1: although I don't think Furiosa ever used a halberd, but did. I used a Halbert because I'm, I was I'm desperate to survive. Sure
0: there was a moment in there where she used a Halbert. Pretty sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think that Furiosa from Mad Max wore a pig helmet, had a great shield, and a halberd, and spent all of her time circle-strafing and crouching behind a shield.
0: Did we watch the same game. movie? Because I don't think we did. <laughs> but, uh, all right. Sorry, Jordan. No, so what are you um, up to? Because well, we never, ever got to talk about it outside of text. I wanted to bring up Avengers. but Oh, yeah. Um, let's do it. Just really, first, I'm trying to think of, anything else i've been doing that's not jojo's related I, I like i literally i don't do much like jojo's was my relaxation time of like just sitting and reading a manga like but yeah no i oh i've been playing bloodborne um finally beat the blood star beast beast don't like i'm not liking the game as much as i like dark souls partially because the bosses are really hard because you can't block you either take the hit or you have to dodge or you pay, or well, you can parry with the could. gun which i i can do every now and then but it's just sometimes it's very finicky i'll either miss because i, I don't like the target because it just i don't i play the why don't I play, you target i play target. these games all because it limits my movement like if i want to get away i have to like really hard back up back up back up <laughs> or or get this i could just walk away
1: I don't know. No, I definitely spend most of my yeah. Time no, I targeting. I usually
0: don't target except for the very few bosses. But I usually don't target. I
1: think I th- I think this has now become your fault. <laughs> Use your yeah, target. I I
0: like I. Well, then sometimes when I do parry, I can't always get the the visceral strike because I'll, I'll hit. A, I'll just swing at him and then it will just do a regular hit. I'm like, but his head is dead. He's waiting for me to stab him in the face.
1: That's because you're not. Hey, but targeting it works when them, I'm not Jordan. targeted.
0: It works. Well, not all the but time. But here, I'm gonna start targeting, and if it still does the same thing, I'm gonna punch you in the face.
1: <laughs> well, that's fair, I guess.
0: <laughs> but um, other, but so yeah, Avengers in the game. I'm going to only because you already heard my bad side of it, which for the audience who doesn't read our text messages, um, I didn't like the fact. Well, first spoilers, and we leave a little bit of dead space. I'll I'll give us three minutes. Spoilers. I didn't like the whole time travel plot because time travel to me never works without creating tons of paradoxes or tons of plot holes. I just don't like time travel. I thought it was awful. But other than that, I thought the movie was fantastic. I thought what they did with the characters was great. It was weird to me that Hawkeye and Black Widow fight to see who gets to throw themselves off the cliff. Because it's like, I went out of this franchise. No, I went out of this franchise. Ah!" (laughs) That's what it felt like to me, but I don't think that's the case. Um, I just... There were some jaw-dropping, like, action moments in it. Like, which I never thought would be shown in a freaking... suit. Like, our first few superhero fights in movies were, like, Iron Monger falling through a roof. And, like, maybe Tony Stark doing, like, one, like, attack against him. Then we get, like, them shooting down random, um, freaking robots every now and then. Now we're getting, like, full-out, like, brawls. We're getting, like, Captain America wielding the freaking hammer, which was jaw-dropping to me. I thought that was amazing. Um... We just the fights were almost on an anime level of fighting
1: yeah like, actually that's really true it was, it was a very, very anime
0: level of fighting and that just blew me away because i never thought i would see that in a like a live action movie and it was executed very well and then the scene where all of them come back and they're standing in front of Thanos ready to fight that was a another anime like scene for me and b it just was so cool to see all of the heroes like actually use all of their powers and stuff like Captain Marvel got to be Captain Marvel. Valkyrie was flying on a Pegasus. It was just, it was, it was yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of really really cool stuff. Anyways, that's I praise it for just how great all the action all it was just an extremely fun movie for me to watch anyways cody
1: i my thing so i saw this right next to episode three of game of thrones so also a little bit of a spoiler for game wait, of wait, thrones. really quick i
0: am gonna cut um, you off really quick like all in one weekend i finished jojo's which had a character death that made me really sad i watched game of thrones which was the big um battle and i saw this movie and we got to like a big arc in naruto where a character dies it's just, like Everybody's, I'm just having a lot of fictional characters die on me and it just makes me really sad. So
1: I, I understand that Avengers is a movie and it has a lot more money. And so, but wow, they figured out how to do a fight scene in Avengers and they did not figure out how to do it. In Game of Thrones, which is surprising because Game of Thrones is kind of oh my known gosh, for their and the battles. battle
0: strategy actually made sense instead of charging into darkness.
1: Yeah, I mean their battle strategy was run straight at the other guys, which made charging more sense into than darkness what and in game then of breaking Thrones. lines. But the the thing about the the end game that I liked was all of the emotional moments in that fight hit so well. Like there were so many wells set up, and then well executed moments that it felt great the whole time like the thing where captain America's kind of losing and then manages to grab the hammer is cool the thing where his shield's getting wrecked and he's like almost dead and still just like tightens the shield down on his arm and it's like i keep you know he just like keeps yeah, that's getting what back captain america does And that's a
0: very it's ca- like so cool because yeah. he doesn't get knocked down he will still fight no matter what and that was so cool
1: like, even then, when he, like, kind of knew that they had lost to Thanos that time when the three of them were fighting together, it didn't matter. They still lost. I thought that was great. Um, and then the moment of, like, the Avengers assemble was really cool because when they fought Thanos the first time, they weren't all together. They were all separate. So it was cool to see all of the Avengers come back and work Every together on something. single
0: character come back except for Black Widow. Every single character come back.
1: Well, yeah. But even, like, Black Widow's death, I thought just thought it was, like,
0: like, afterwards, it's like, oh, yeah, they were fighting to kill themselves.
1: Yeah, which made sense for both of those characters, because neither... They were both, like, so willing to, you know, like, they both cared about each other so much, and I I liked that. But, no, just overall, it was a very satisfying end to, like, those stories of Captain America and um, Iron Man. Because, really, I watched all of the movies, like, within a month, me and Mandy went through all of them. And um, those movies very much are about Tony Stark and um, Steve Rogers, you know, like they're kind of the main characters of all of them. And they're kind of split and then getting back together and differences and how they handle stress is a lot of what the movies are about. And I thought that it was a good end for them to get to fight together again, you know, and rely on each other. And there's just, like, a lot of cool little moments where, um, like, in the first Avengers movie, Steve Rogers has the line where he says, Tony Stark, you're never the person who's going to make the suicide play to save everybody. And, you know, Tony Stark says to Steve Rogers, the only thing special about you came out of a test tube. And, like, both of those things are subverted in this last fight. And it's just, like, their story altogether, yeah, I thought, I, was I completely just done
0: forgot about both
1: very of those well. Yeah, right. It's like so many of these things are set up from so long well, not ago really that really like, they or pay just off they
0: brought back because I don't think they were specifically set well, up for
1: these moments. they're just well-built characters that have growth. So there's moments that hit a fulfilling climax because the characters have actually been growing and developing. Um and that's what's made this so cool. Like I like the idea that like in Age of Ultron Iron, or um, Captain America couldn't pick yeah. up the hammer, right? What's changed about this is his reconciliation with Tony Stark, who was his kind of, like, diametric yeah. opposition, you know? Like, that last thing where they were able to come back together and work together is what was, like, unworthy within him. And I'm like, that's cool. That's a well-done thing, you know, that, like... These characters have grown and have changed and become something else, and I think that's really cool. So I, I just, I loved the movie. I was very happy well, with yeah, the end. I, of And it. I agree, but I um, just have
0: one last thing to say, and this will be the last thing we have to say about Avengers that we got to go to the show. Screw tra- time travel. Screw it. I hate time travel. It's awful. Shouldn't be used anymore. Anyways, what was last week's episode? No, time screw time travel. Fine. I want so, time. Tra- no, uh, I, I think time I get the travel's last word, great. Not you. <laughs>
1: So, time travel's great. Jordan doesn't know anything. So, Jordan, last week we did the world. (laughs) You're so angry looking, Jordan. You're so angry because time travel's fine. Just ignore the plot. You are the one who talked
0: about how plot is important. And now you're saying that plot is not important. No, we're not getting into this because we need to go to the show because I have worked, I worked 12 hours today and I have to work another like 20 hours this weekend. So, we're not getting into it. What was last week?
1: Um, oh gosh, I, I well, don't we did know. it live I, I don't even Oh, Cartoon no, World No, I'm gonna yeah, leave yeah, in yeah, the yeah, awkward pause Because
0: gonna... usually I take the awkward <laughs> pauses out i leaving it in
1: No, you should definitely leave the awkward pauses in Those are yeah, but comedic leaves... awkward pauses no, I do those on purpose
0: <laughs> but, um, So yeah, Cartoon World Cody, do you remember what my cartoon was?
1: Um. Yeah, yours was uh. Where like Bugs Bunny turned into Ted Bundy? Not even
0: close. Not even remotely close.
1: Well, it wasn't literally it Bugs was Bunny. It was based off Mickey Mouse,
0: like, which, like, I feel is easy It was
1: like one. murder
0: murder rat goes around and kill kills anybody. everybody. No one died. That's the point of the cartoon. No one died because cartoon physics exist.
1: Well, I think it's actually worse that they didn't. You wouldn't even put them out of their no, misery. No, because they're
0: cartoons. They feel pain for a bit, but next episode, they're fine. That was the whole point of it. It was, it was a parody on the Absolutely absurd cartoons that we have. Yours was Dungeon School. I remember exactly what happens in yours. Okay, because no, mine's we're more done. memorable. <laughs> we're done. I, I'm done with you. Episode Suck over. Thank you for listening to the World You can check Cody out on the on the it, gamer Network. Get ready. You rest. can see me on something I guess yours here on Twitch.tv. And I will talk to y'all later. Hey, Jordan, guess who's going first this week? What did you roll? It ain't me. I rolled a you one. Said, oh, because. I yeah I, I I rolled a three and somehow still beat you. I always beat you, <laughs> even when I roll low. It's funny though, because last well, week we I should really play Dungeons last and week I rolled together. a freaking twenty for the live episode, and now I'm rolling a three. But also I switch dice every time well, I roll just I rolled just to rolled see if I have a little bit of advantage. Yeah, I, I switched every dice. single time. It's my blue dice. <laughs> I have like ten of them. It's fine. Anyways, this week, Cody. What is this week's episode? This
1: week is about a planet that's alive.
0: Wait, what? I can't. I can't pull off the face long enough. Yeah. Um. It's a, a planet is sentient. I have to go first, as always. I don't want to go first. I didn't even have time to prepare. Do you uh, want
1: me to go first? No, I'll Cody, go first. because you, you sure?
0: suck, and we need to start off strong.
1: No, I'm just saying you're weak, and you didn't. You know, you feel <laughs> unconfident, and I twelve could hours from...
0: of work today, Cody. Don't push me. Oh, I'm pushing. <laughs> Oh, this is this.
1: the perfect time to push. Ah, uh, well, here let's you're. You're like a walls.
0: limping gazelle, Jordan.
1: You're you're standing out in the crowd. Is that because I'm black? Are gazelles
0: black? No, but they're from Africa. <laughs> <laughs> This is what the show has become. This is exactly. I, I had someone on the Twitch tell me, "He's like, oh yeah, your podcast is becoming one of the ones that I like wait for every episode." And I was like, "Ooh, that sucks because we are not good."
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Jordan, if you would stop bringing up race every time I say
0: anything to you. <laughs> wait, is that because I'm black?
1: Yes, yes, Jordan. That's why all of this. The only I, reason I'm really podcasting with like,
0: you. It would have been really funny. Like I should have had someone else sit in for me and just do the voice. Because like see, so, like a white guy saying all this stuffs. Like oh yeah, black a black on black. <laughs> <laughs> just like wait a second, wait a second. He lied.
1: He lied. Jordan, if we ever do a live show, I should just say that I'm
0: Jordan. That's what I was hoping would happen, but it didn't, so. Yeah,
1: well. We, we could have done off. it,
0: but they they can tell by the voices because they never see us, so of course they're going to listen to the voice. Are you saying that I have a white guy voice, Jordan? No, your voice doesn't sound like mine, and it's because I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we need, we need uh, to stop this stupid, this stupid. Stupid conversation.
1: No, there's no way for this to uh, become inadvertently offensive.
0: Oh no, it's going to become very offensive because I'm, I'm just going to end person. up finding out that calling someone a gazelle is in fact
1: some kind <laughs> oh, of racial I, slur. I, I, and I, if it is, I didn't mean it like that. It's a common expression.
0: <laughs> I, I do not take offense to it. It's o- it's okay, Jordan. I understand. All right, You're stuff. trying
1: to delay doing your world. That's going to be yeah I,
0: right. Don't 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 do that to me. Why? Anyways. You this, said it was bad. This is the sentient planet. I'm starting off. You're supposed to be like, no, Jordan, it's not going to be bad. You're going to do great. And I'm supposed to be like, yeah, I believe in myself because Cody believes in me.
1: But I want to crush
0: you. Okay. Anyways.
1: I'm for starting, those that can't I see the video. I don't
0: I'm deleting you. I'm deleting this. <laughs> I don't remember when or how I was created. I just remember a bright light and then I was there. At first I was formless, but then things became clear. My thoughts began to flow and I realized I needed to protect myself, so I created a barrier of liquid around my being that would create protection from debris. The area around me was filled with an endless darkness only speckled by distant lights. I created a bright blue light to a day and night cycle. The light orbited me and kept me company. But soon I realized I could continue to create. I decided to create life. These animals were those who could protect me, but also could strive and grow on their own. They created harmony amongst themselves, When the but everything changed when the Outsiders came. I now know that they call themselves humans. They threatened my very existence, and I feared that they would kill me and use my body as some sort of energy supply. When the first humans landed, I did what I thought best and absorbed them and their knowledge, so I could continue my own growth. But they kept coming, so I created a new defense system the harmonious animals that lived in the ocean I created, I decided to turn them into what the humans feared most, endless horrors. When my horrors defeated the humans, I absorbed them all. From the absorption, I gained vast knowledge. I realized that I was an incomplete planet. They called me a malformed orb, but now I have completely formed to the standards that the humans hold other planets like me too. I am covered with land now rather than water. The water cannot protect me the way the land does. It forms a hard shell around me, but now the water spreads out under the land in veins, almost like the human body. Closer to the surface are small capul- Why are you doing faces? You just keep making faces. No,
1: the idea of like a planet being made out of like a fleshy blob I find gross. It's just
0: an energy source. Anyways, by the way, if you didn't already notice or couldn't tell, this is just a continuation from episode 3.
1: Oh, well, there's- Anyways, go ahead. We'll get into why this episode's going to be pro- problematic for the two of
0: us. I uh-oh. Uh, closer to the surface are small capillaries that the animals can access for sustenance. Around my center of around the center of my mass are the mountain ranges that reach towards the sky and carry ice. This acts as a sensor as when anything gets past my atmosphere, the mountains act as feelers alerting me to the to the disturbance. The sun still orbits me, shining blue, but when I feel threatened, it shows malicious red. Because of this, there are no separations of seasons because the sun is always in the same point in the sky. I can't yet mimic the seasons that the humans remembered. They, call, they called me Vespira. It bothered me at first that they wouldn't just name something they found as if they owned me, but I enjoy this name. Vespira was the last thing that most of the original invaders screamed. Now it will be a name they fear. And that's my first part. Anyways, why is this problematic? Are you about to steal So from anyways,
1: me? here's my world. Just just listen to Jordan do his world over again cuz we did the same world. So sorry, Jordan, that means our planets can finally I, date
0: though. No, we're not do- we talked about this before. We're not doing this,
1: Cody. I'm shipping our planets anyways. We already
0: have this in episode. It's not a funny joke. Stop it.
1: <laughs> I think it's a hilarious joke. Cutty. Cutty, anyways, <laughs> Are you ready? Yes, Goody, I'm ready. We discovered a new planet, a new Earth. I wonder what gods wait for us here. We left our homes and a broken land to find something beautiful. Each landscape here is a work of art. We, fr- we flew from a dying metropolis to find a world that, could, that had only existed before in simulations of simulations. How many of us had ever seen what nature could create when it was allowed to grow before? None of us. This place is something special. As we walked off our ship, we knew. This is where people are meant to live. This is how they're meant to live. You know, it is odd. We do have records of what our planet looked like before it was changed by humans. And this place is different. Not just alien, it is, but it's far too intentional. Do you know that there are no dead ends to pathways on this planet? There are no bad areas. What is this, There's Rome?
0: Because no- all paths lead to Rome. <laughs>
1: yes, Jordan, it's Rome. This is Rome, the planet. There are no bad areas. Areas where maybe lava bubbled to the surface. There are no places where plant life died and fell on the ground and choked out new plant life. There's no place where rock slides dammed a river and flooded a plane. We've been here for a few years now. And we've never experienced a storm bad enough to really change anything. For that matter, the land has shown very little ability to change. We have geologists with us. They say that the mountains should never look like this. And that they... Oh, that they are far too built. They look sculpted. But there's no natural forces here to sculpt them. Every branch, every pebble, every particle of sand feels as if it was placed here. By something for a purpose. But... People are still just so grateful for our new home, but I'm beginning to worry. It's probably nothing, but I can't help feeling unwelcome, like a child standing in an art gallery looking at a painting beyond their comprehension. All I want to do is sleep, but life ruins that for me. Is that too much to ask, just to rest after I worked for ages? Imagine how long it took me to achieve my goals. I had to wipe out all life and start over. Being a planet is slow work. And I got fed up with life on my surface, undoing all the work that I had done. I had to do something. So, many thousands of years ago, I let it get hotter. I let the oceans withdraw. I let myself become a barren, scorched landscape, and I let life die on my surface. That might seem harsh, but it took longer than you think. I had to wait, but pretty soon, the last moving life died with no offspring. These parasites on my surface coughed their last breath, and I was allowed to finally begin my work. Slowly, over ages and ages, millions of years, I let myself grow. I sculpted and molded every surface to perfection and beauty. Then eventually, I did allow plant life to return and grow and bloom, but I was careful. Anytime something resembled true life, I would kill it, immediately. A difficult process, but finally, I had created perfection. And I could rest. Then something happened. A ship landed and developed life. Just was on my surface. This is hard for me. I do not wish to start my labor over again. But such advanced life is hard to kill. That is okay though. Time is on my side. Yes, it is.
0: Time is on my so, side.
1: So uh, the first section was from people that landed on a planet. The second what? section it is was. From-
0: Oh my God! The second section is from the planet what? who hates life. Oh my God! So he's that was so hard know. to understand, Cody. Very esoteric, esoteric crap. I always say iso.
1: I was just making it clear. I was just telling you what's up.
0: Yeah, but you made fun of me, so I'm already feeling sassy again. I was like, also, well. if
1: you ever wanna wanna know how a planet sounds, it sounds like this. It
0: sounds like every large creature in every fantasy movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it just it just, like just like sounds large. <laughs> I am a dragon it just sounds like a large creature. But yeah, no, the, like we're we're taking separate routes almost.
1: Yeah, and yours people are malicious and mine the planet yeah,
0: is malicious. malicious? <laughs> no, I mine like it starts out as a line and then it just splits into two completely different things. Like it's no longer what I wanted it to be as I started writing it. And then I'm like because like halfway through it's like, I wanna do a D and D campaign in this world. That's a good feeling. Like, that's that's that means you're doing your job well. All right, anyways, here's my second section, flora and flana. Um, with the knowledge given to me by the humans, I decided to continue to create and advance my being. I created what they call trees. The trees reach high in the sky, and their roots reach below the surface to connect with the waters so they can continue their cycle of life. Also, since when the heck did Game of Thrones become a comedy? Like what is this? They're just like dropping jokes left and right, and that's been bothering me since we started talking before we did this recording. Jordan, that
1: was that was very out of nowhere. I'm I mean, I've like, like, been trying
0: to like focus on the show, and I'm just thinking like, what are you doing, Game of Thrones? <laughs> but all I can think about is how sucky Game of but, like, Thrones is Tormant now. Giants Man is over here doing like five minute stand up comedy routines. Like, what in the world is happening? <laughs> He's like, ah, think oh. you were Well, there was this one time, and what's the deal with this? Like, stop it. Stop being okay, funny. Okay, here's
1: the deal, though. Here's the problem: the fact that Tormund is now out of the show is only hurting the show, because not a lot of characters have a lot of charisma aside from him. Like Jon Snow's a good guy, but he's not very charismatic. That's him, kind they, of his they character. They played
0: him wrong, though. They just made they made Tormund a stand-up comedian. And there's nothing That's wrong with That's exactly what
1: he should be. That's exactly what he should be. You're so wrong about
0: this. Anyway, sorry. I just didn't mean to have an outburst in the middle of my freaking thing. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, you weren't even interrupting me. You just interrupted
0: yourself. <laughs> I just had an outburst. I'm like, no, why does this suck?
1: <laughs> I hope we leave this in because I just want everyone to feel how confused I was <laughs> when he started yelling about Game of Thrones.
0: <laughs> okay, I got... I, uh, sorry, anyways... Because there are no seasons due to the constant climate, <laughs> I have allowed—oh, so I have allowed for once a Vesperian year for the leaves to change color and drop. The, sorry, for, yeah, for the leaves of the trees to change color and fall to the ground. Oh my god, I messed up that sentence bad.
1: After no, it's fine. You're doing. I'm great. doing
0: terribly because I'm just thrown off so bad. After that cycle, the leaves grow back and spread their original colors. I created animals based on my new memories. There are colorful birds that fly in the sky and then mammals that walk on land. The humans gave me memories of things such as reptiles and insects. The creature they call spider is a magnificent specimen. I have created many different types of types and colors of them. With my knowledge, I took it one step further than what the humans gave me and created many hybrids of animals. The humans would call these mystics, but I think they are all normal. There are horses with horns and birds and lion birds that can fly. My animals all live in harmony and don't feast off each other. They only collect nutrients that I provide and bits and pieces from the trees. They grow and spread throughout the land unhindered by the humans who would only kill them and eat them. Every animal and plant is part of me. I feel and see what they see and thus when anything breaches my atmosphere, I will know when and where they are at all times. I believe one day the humans will come back, so I've created many caverns and tunnels so that my animals can protect themselves. They use the trees to make their homes, and they have dug into the ground to create tunnels and caverns. I can feel it. The humans will be back. I sense their presence far off, but this time I will be ready. So this planet has only created what it believes are exact matches from the humans' memories, but it would be like describing something to a child and then having them draw it nothing is exact and since most of these are memories from scientists or military men the memories are either super vague or super detailed creating a weird mix of descriptions so the trees are much larger and twisted at times and their leaves are all shapes colors and sizes the only thing that is exact is the changing of colors to yellow then red then brown it is not always in the same order the animals are much larger and And as these are only descriptions and memories, the animals do not have the same internal organs and do not function the same way. You could stab a mammal where you think the heart will be, but this would not affect the animal. They also do not bleed or exhibit pain in the same way as they are just constructs created by the energy from Vespira. The insects and spiders especially are twisted monsters since... For most of the absorbed memories, these were always projected as animals to be feared, and thus their design on Vesperia comes off as monstrous. Vesperia has also been creating hybrid animals, so a weird form of the unicorn and griffins exists. So think like a dark fantasy type creature, like something you would see out of Dark Souls or Bloodborne. Gotcha. I as like you it. As you can tell, I've been playing a lot of Dark Souls and Bloodborne.
1: uh all right you ready for mine okay so this is a generation later just so you know we knew this would not be easy but this world is getting weird (laughs) when we landed a generation ago it was described i guess i didn't need to tell you it was a generation ago when we landed a generation ago it was described as heaven perfect weather food everywhere nice and all that but that is not really the world that we inherited Storms have picked up, and so has, well, evolution? That might not make sense, but here's what I mean. We have records of everything since we landed. Um, And since we've landed, most of the plant life has begun to slowly develop thorns. Well, now that makes sense. Plants don't want to be eaten, because they want to reproduce, so the hardiest plants would naturally survive and propagate but it's happening way 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 too fast also now the water's slightly acidic um not really that bad just not ideal it also rains way too much things rot really fast because it's constantly humid i don't know just compared to what our parents lived in this place is wonderful like compared to the metropolis they came from back on earth but uh, I don't know. It's just a pain here. I feel like nothing is easy, or like we're losing our footing. Feels like two steps forward, one step back.
0: Freaking millennials always wanted it to be easy. You got a toilet to land, right? darn kids. We are both millennials. I don't. I don't know.
1: This place just messes with our heads. Okay, wait. What was that? I hear shouting outside. <laughs> Wait, what the hell would have made that sound? Did someone start blasting animal sounds from the village? Speak, and that is the end of an audio clip. I love when retrieved. you do that,
0: dude. I love so much when you just kill an audio clip. but Like it's just like, what's gonna happen next? <laughs> and none of this is sarcastic. I like legitimately love that.
1: No, I thought I thought this section was funny.
0: Well, I tried the
1: nice way, but I am just too slow. <laughs> That is the problem with life, it digs in! But I hoped if I made this place less nice, they might just leave and find a new planet to plague. I made trees grow thorns, I made the water toxic, I also changed the chemical makeup of the mood to increase sterility, none of that seemed to bother them! But it just doesn't seem to matter, I don't know, they just keep breeding! I mean, how many hurricanes will it take before they get the picture? I block out the sun, they start using UV lamps. I make food harder to grow, they make farms and greenhouses. I make food poisonous, they learn how to cook it. Or they build up a tolerance. I was left with a choice. Ruin my perfect surface and kill them all as I did before. Or evolve something to do the job for me. You see... Before, I killed all life on my surface. Now, I'm encouraging it. But just one creature. One creature that can see in the dark, move silently, can hold its breath indefinitely, can shift its colors to match my surface, can see in all directions, teeth that can break bones, claws that are sharp and long, a nightmare creature that will survive only as long as there are humans. I swear to, to eat. God,
0: if it's a whale, I'm done with this show. Okay, it's not okay. a whale. I,
1: that's that's all. That's all the description you're getting. Remember how I feel about world building? It's not important. Perfectly built to die once the hunt is over. <laughs> Let's see humanity survive this. <laughs> I
0: I just imagine your world like c- curling his mustache, and <laughs> they'll never guess what's going to get them next. <laughs> yeah. That's all right, Jordan,
1: it's all you, man. Hit he me with your it. best shot. Okay, and one more thing about Game of Thrones,
0: <laughs> Jordan, you've got a problem. <laughs> Here, here's what doesn't make sense. Okay, anyways, um, society, <laughs> society history, um, comes from Doctor Cole Hagale. If I had time to practice, I would have done a funny voice. But let's just reuse the Ricky Rat voice. That's a joke. Let's not.
1: Oh gosh, please now, do. I definitely
0: Jordan. don't want to go back to that hell. <laughs> Jordan, you can't you can't tease me <laughs> no. like this, alright? It has been... <laughs> I kind of want to now, but I don't want to. It has been 500 years since the dis- disappearance of Sayre Apengada and his crew and the subsequent cover-up that followed. But now his data and reports have been made public, reigniting the Age of Exploration. We spent years searching for the planet Vespira and the energy source that lo- lies at its core and finally found it. Well... At least we think this is the same planet. Unlike Sair's report, it is not covered in water, but a planet completely covered in land. But it is a planet that is completely covered in land. Look at me, grammar. But the energy sources match, if not exceeds, Abangada's report. Knowing that the planet was hostile, we brought a large military force along with teams of scientists down to the surface. We needed the protection of the military while we looked for a way to harvest the energy below the rock surface. We used their might to clear out a large portion of thick, almost deciduous forest and set up what would be our home until we found the energy source. The military was led by Voss Infree, but he reported to our leader, Jameson Alberfra. The military was not to act without direction from Albenfra. Despite being in control, we noticed something off about this planet. It was like other planets we had encountered, but yet it had a more twisted and malicious design, as if the world was described to a blind man with many issues. That's when the attacks happened. A group of man-sized spiders came from a tunnel below us and dragged lar- large portions of our camps and research supplies under the surface. A number of our group tried to flee into space, And back to central command, but the atmosphere became energized like the ground below us, scrambling any of our signals should we get too close. The planet is alive, like Abangaddon warned, and has trapped us here. It is now us versus it, and whatever it decides to throw at us. And that's my section.
1: I, uh, I'm liking this. I do feel like they're very similar, though. I don't know why we can't imagine a planet where. Well, it's yeah, nice. where it's not trying to kill
0: everybody. No, but yeah. So if they try to, fl- so they're stuck. If they try to flee, like they'll just get caught in like the electrical storm above and just destroyed. It'll be like running into a force field.
1: Yeah, I get it. Yeah,
0: I want, I want there to be no escape, because planets can't <laughs> be nice, Cody. Everything
1: needs to be evil. Uh, all right. Gods followed us here. Gods of death and turmoil. But that's fine. Humans have always had the edge on gods. Gods are slow. They're static. They have rules and ideals and methods that do not change. We are fast, agile, adaptable. We survive. Each long winter and each baking summer, we survive. This planet is a curse. It's fickle, but so are we. Long lasting structures fall due to quakes, so we have abandoned them. Every animal is vicious. So we have learned to hunt them. No matter how hard this world tries, it cannot evolve a creature faster than we can learn to fight it. We still have those that look at our past and say it's a great tragedy. We've learned to adapt, but we've lost the more delicate parts of our culture. Historians say we have become monsters ourselves. That we no longer care for the weak or the needy. Only the strong survive. Is that harsh? Yes. But so is this world. I am no fool, though. This way of life is delicate. We must learn to become something else. Our folk have learned, our learned folk, sorry, have come up with something. They say this planet exhibits will. How hard do I have to work to kill these vermin? Nothing makes sense anymore!
0: Your um, planet really reminds me of Sloth from Brotherhood. Such a pain.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, that's, that's kind of what I imagined him <laughs> I as. It.
1: All the food at this point is poison. Everything out there is meant to kill them. Every single ounce of life on this planet is meant to kill humanity. You know what's crazy? The beast that I painstakingly evolved to kill humans they domesticated and now it's a game to them they ride them in death races on the surface that is not what they are for i think we've gotten there the world must die that's it i have given up i am destroying everything the surface
0: is gone i i love that It's like, I sent up this creature to kill them all, and what did they do? They made them pets! They're just horses! They're just horses!
1: They're like these snarling murder creatures, and now they've put saddles on them and, like, ride them in Mad Max-style races. That is
0: so funny to me. It's like, what is happening up there? What in the world? It's like you...
1: It's just like they're stupidly survivable, you know? That's, that just that's
0: reminds, my, it reminds me of how my reaction would be if, like, I was this planet. It's like, what in the world? I did everything I could. <laughs> like,
1: stop it! <laughs> I just want I you like, to die. You know, I'm, I'm, just, you? I'm, just, I'm going on.
0: home. Screw all of you. No, I, 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 really, I just really love that part a lot. Oh, jeez. I was,
1: I, I was proud of that one. I, I, I felt I, good I'm, about I'm, it. You know what, Cuddy? I'm proud of you. Thank, thank you, Jordan.
0: Anywho. Here's my last part. Society current. I don't do this in character at all. So, and you know, this is very funny because I thought we had a fantastic live show like the worlds we did. And this one is definitely the leftover one that I didn't care about when I wrote. Like, you can <laughs> tell that I really didn't care about this one compared to cartoon world.
1: I kind of, I don't know. I didn't even write uh, a Planet is Alive one for the live show. I know, it would something really funny if I was like, you know scratch. what?
0: I think we should just do the Planet is Alive one. <laughs> and then I'd be like, well, that's it for our live show. We're done. Yeah, man, but, gentlemen's agreement. I don't break a gentleman's agreement because we agreed to do cartoons. Anyways. Okay, also, this creature can raise the dead, but yet we're going to hide in the crypts. What? sense is that make Game of Thrones. Just, I don't get this stupid shit. <laughs> Anyways.
1: You're very upset, Jordan. You're very salty right when now.
0: When am I not salty? Like, my my blood pressure is so high because of the salt. <laughs> I might die <laughs> in like a week. <laughs> I've got to so fat, man. Oh, God. Anyways, um, last part. It has been a few years since Game of Thrones is actually a good show. The humans landed on Vespera of the living planet, wants to end the humans that have invaded it. It has begun trying this through creating new creatures based on human memories. Oh my God, we did write the same world. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, that's why I wasn't I, kidding. Like, literally,
0: as I'm like reading through this, it's like, ah, crap. We actually just made the same thing.
1: Creatures like <laughs> dragons,
0: vampire wolves, giant spiders, and many other monstrosities have invaded the human camp. It doesn't help that Vespira also controls the land so many traps have sprung up as well as areas that are swallowed by sinkholes just to be repaired days later. Because the humans realize they are always being watched by Vespira, they scorch the area around their living spaces down to dirt and rock so it is harder for Vespira to track them. Despite Vespira being clever with its attacks, the humans are much more resourceful this time. They have much greater technology than when they landed on Vespira the first time. They now have armored suits as well as mini melee and projectile weapons. They have found ways to channel the energy of Vespira to use these as new weapons. Think of Halo Spartans fighting off d and slash Soulsborne monsters. Yeah, now you, can, now you can see where it's like, <laughs> I want to just do a campaign of scientists versus monsters. They can also, for a time, channel this energy through themselves and use almost magic-like attacks. They have learned to survive in the forest of Vespera, but they have not yet been able to escape. The only way to escape is to destroy Vespera, but in destroying the source of their problems, they could possibly destroy themselves. Many humans have died in the last few years, but most push on to see a new day and possibly escape the treacherous lands. There have been rifts in leadership, and now a few different factions of humans exist. There is the Pure science group that wants to study and preserve Vespera in order to gain access to the energy below. They believe that if they strike a bargain with the planet, they will gain the endless power. These Pure science people are mostly the original scientists that have turned into almost religious fanatics. There is the militaristic group Red Sun that looks to destroy the creatures of Vespira and believes that destroying the planet is the only way to escape. They oftentimes fight with the pure science due to their vastly different beliefs. Lastly, there is the survivalists who have set up their own communities with just the pure goal of surviving. They have given up on making an escape and have accepted their fate as Vesperians who must fight off monsters to live. They go on quests to fight monsters to protect their own people and have found that the Vesperian monsters make good materials for food, trade, or weapons. The situation on Vespira has not reached Central yet. As far as they know, everyone part of the expedition died, but they continue to fight back daily. So yeah, this would basically just be like a D&D campaign with like, you know, scientific weapons, magic, and then giant monstrosities of whatever you can think of.
1: I like that. So they're kind of like abandoned. Yeah, they're on completely that abandoned.
0: Here. And so, like, there's the three groups the one that wants to end it. Like, so if you wanted to do a campaign, you can be of any of the three factions the ones who survive and just want to do quests to, like, protect their own people, the ones who want to somehow give up, like, their lives in order to gain this ultimate energy source and, like, have become religious zealots, sometimes even fighting the militaristic or the survivalist groups. And then there's the. um, Did I. Yeah, I think I already went. There. Oh, yeah. Then there's the military group that wants to destroy the planet. And it's like, uh, even if we die, yeah. at least this planet dies with us. And so, yeah, I just, <laughs> like, thinking it was like, I didn't want to just do, like, the my original thought, which was pretty much Annihilation, but on a planet. Yeah, I mean, it's similar, but, yeah, but so, it's different.
1: Yeah. I under, I understand that. So, yeah, that, that's what it started
0: though. out. Then I was like, d All
1: right. Ready for my last e. section? Here we go. We knew at this point. This planet is here to kill us. I don't just mean this place is dangerous, but i the planet is actually changing to kill us. We got wise. And then, oh, and then we got mad. Not made. That's an extra eat. We realized that this was going to happen. Things slowly got worse and worse. So we started to plan. We built vessels. We learned we could never centralize, so we built a fleet. We learned to adapt. We learned adaptation was important, so these vessels were modular and could be easily changed. The surface was dangerous, so these vessels dug deep underground. They could mine. They could filter air. They could submerge in water. They were built to preserve life. And most impressively, they worked. But that's not my job. My job is to talk to the planet. That might sound crazy, and for sure it is. I mean, how do you even do that? But at this point, we have to if we're going to survive. The planet has to stop trying to kill us. Sometimes people on my vessel ask me how my work is going, and I just laugh. It's impossible. But I have to try, so I go to work every day, and I try to listen to what the planet's saying and how to make it understand that we just want to live together. The longer it takes, the worse it gets. Every moment the planet stays (sighs) volatile means loss of contact with other vessels, other pockets of humanity. How dare they do this? Yes, we learned to talk to each other. And of course they begged. What else would such sad creatures do other than beg? They learned to send messages to the planet itself, and all they could do is tell me they want peace. Well, I don't. I want them gone. I made that clear with each message they sent. Every time they attempted to contact me, I would shake the earth until the land broke. I made it hotter, and the vessels just dove deeper. But I am not worried. They will die soon. Or, so I thought. Few vessels remain now, and I received one last message from the vessel furthest towards my core. It was simple and short. Live together or die together. A threat! They sent a threat. How can they? What could they do in those tiny little tin cans of theirs? They are no more than fleas. And what can a flea do to a colossus? I will kill them, but for now I am waiting. Not because I'm afraid. I am just curious. How could we possibly die together? They must be bluffing. I mean, they must be. So that's the end I of my story. Really I was
0: really hoping it was like, oh, they threatened me. They can't that's do anything. Wait, what's, what's that? Oh, God. Oh, no! Ah! <laughs> I was hoping it was going to end like that. No,
1: it's. It's a it's a cliffhanger because this planet has tried so hard to kill all of life and has failed so many times And he's like Could could they kill me? <laughs> do they know if they figured out a way? You know, he's like I'm sure.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Wait, what's what's that over there?
1: Now you might be asking, Jordan, how do humans talk to a planet? I I don't know. I wasn't but asking they that because I knew you were gonna <laughs> I knew you were gonna do
0: exactly <laughs> what you just did. <laughs>
1: i was like in my head trying to think of how they could possibly send messages back and forth and i'm like yeah i just won't
0: (laughs) oh jeez, dude
1: no 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 that turned out really good i i liked it i liked the character of the planet being this kind of like lazy slow curmudgeon that's like get off my lawn but his lawn is everything and humanity is a dog
0: (laughs) you heard it i just that's the thing it's just it's a sentient lawn with a house on it and it's like get off my get off my lawn huh. this is this is a planet a suburban <laughs> <dad>. Subur- <laughs> Suburban grandpa i planted those rose
1: bushes last suburban week suburban grandpa beat off of them
0: <laughs> I, I love it
1: okay cody this is planet suburban um
0: okay so next week we're gonna be changing it up quite a bit oh yeah,
1: you- yeah 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 i was about to roll yeah it's like why are you to about anyway to roll
0: first <laughs> what are you doing
1: sorry i forgot
0: how this podcast works (laughs) anyways go ahead you were talking no no anyways i was going to roll anyways just so we had something in our back pocket but um so cody what are we going to be doing next week since it's mostly your idea so next week well i guess next five
1: weeks right so next week we're going to pitch short story ideas to each other the idea is that we're each going to come with three. They're not exactly world shop worlds. Well, mine are all world shop worlds. Settings and... Oh, well, I guess what I mean by that is the format oh. of what we're presenting oh, is not okay. going to be... Yeah, I'm same. grabbing
0: from our world um, because I think it's a lot easier to do that.
1: I might be. I also might not be. I might also just be kind of combining stuff. It's, I it's I have not experiment. made my three you settings yet. what you want. So we're going to each pick three ideas and then... I don't really want to say that one of us is going to choose for the other. We're just going to talk about them and pick one of the three ideas yeah. that we've presented, you know, and just kind of talk about what we want to do with that story. And then over the next four weeks, each week, we're going to write a chapter section of that short story that we pitched in the in the first of yeah. the five weeks. Um. So then at the end of it, we'll have each written a so, short story. Yeah. The
0: next five episodes will be very st- – well, other – Next week will be – it's just a pitch. It's going to be a very loose episode of us just talking about what we plan to do for the next four weeks after that. And then for a whole month, we're just going to be doing a very story-heavy podcast where we just you know, talk through – we'll make up and then read through our stories. Um Yeah. It's going to be a lot different <laughs> than what we've been doing for the last 50 episodes, but I think it'll work nonetheless. Um, I plan to come with just three of the worlds that we've done just because I think it's easier just to draw from things that's already been completely fleshed out on the show. But, yeah. Anyways, I'm going to go ahead and roll so, like, we don't have to do it at the end of the episode because there's going to be no real order of who gets to roll. So I'll just take my roll when I can. Even though we can just always assume it's going to be me. (laughs) But, anyways, I'm going (laughs) to go ahead and roll. And I don't like that one. (laughs) <laughs> what was it jordan <laughs> uh, i'm not gonna tell you i'm gonna roll it
1: no <laughs> oh, jordan please you okay, can't fine, do that fine fine no fine. what was it it was
0: number 19 life is inorganic was the one that i rolled and i don't know i don't know well, what that, that means <laughs> no i know what that means inorganic i don't means, how jordan? going to make like just we already robots, did robots jordan, that just means robots. we had a whole episode where you yelled at me for making slaves.
1: Yeah, it's well no, Jordan, you know, it would have been fine if you hadn't first accused me <laughs> of being slaves. <laughs> I didn't, but the thing is I didn't. Um because my robots weren't alive. we they were both just made robots. Slaves. Let's just admit it. That no, we're both we're no, both terrible Jordan, people. No. no Jordan, let me ask you something. Is the computer that I'm yes. working on you right now a do you slave? Pay a computer? No, it's not alive.
0: You just no, beat because all the keys a, not, and probably a, do some other disgusting stuff to it. I think it's a slave, and I think you should pay it. Compensate! Anyways. This is what the podcast has become, is so. just me making terrible race jokes. <laughs> not, not like they're <laughs> bad race jokes. No, they're just bad jokes that are race jokes. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Right. Well, every joke you make is a bad joke. So Great you're you, never So
0: we're gonna, doing anyways. we're doing robots again, basically.
1: Uh, well, in, just inorganic. There's other stuff like besides what, Cody? Give
0: me ideas, Zach.
1: <laughs> nothing. <laughs> literally nothing comes to mind.
0: <laughs> or I can just do there. See, uh, what I've been wanting to do on this show is just do there is no life and just do like you know like. In anime, how the villain always wants to wipe out humanity and just watch the world grow. That's kind of what I want to do one of these episodes. Just, like, what that would look like after humanity completely dies. I feel like that concerns me about you a little bit. I don't want to wipe out humanity. I just think it's interesting. Well, because they always do this thing in in everything where it's like, ah, yes, I'm the big bad guy. I want to either control the world, wipe out humanity, or whatever the heck. And it's like, then what do you do after that? Do you just walk
1: you just like well i rule the world
0: now what up i killed all the humans it's pretty boring here (laughs) there's literally no like end game to that (laughs) haha avengers but anyways thanks guys for listening cody where can we find you
1: find me on the wandering gamer network if you search that on like a podcast finder or if you search it on the internet or if you search it on youtube
0: you're a find me what. You can find the most recent episodes of this show literally everywhere else because they refuse to upload us. That's going to get cut. Anyways, you can find <laughs> us at... Now you can find us at Spotify, Stitcher, and on Podbean. And I guess I'll put us on Google Play because why not? Even though I don't think anybody uses that. Um, anyways, you can also find me at something, I guess, 0 at twitch.tv and... Oh, and we have a Twitter account. And if you want to get your world ideas in or anything else, you can email us at worldshoppodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. So thanks for listening, and we shall check you out later. Bye. Bye.